Okay. Okay. It's alive, huh? Yes. <laughs> All right, girl. Let me let me start. Hold on. Let me make sure. Yes, there you go. Okay. All right. Now working it out. Work. Look at God, baby. All yes. right. There we go. Okay. Let me go ahead and share it. All right. All right. Okay. What tonight is about? Tonight is about a good um, awareness for um, autism. As we all know, April is Autism Awareness Month. And their color for autism is blue. And if you don't know what autism is, let me dive in a little bit and tell you. But before we begin this show, I have my guest speaker here, Miss. Tashambia Moody, Mrs. to you all, Tashambia Moody. She's a wife, a mother, and also an inspirationalist and also an autism advocate because she not only knows what it's like to be amongst and to make the changes and sacrifices, but she is also a mother to an autism child. And that child happens to be my great nephew, y'all. So, of course, Knows more about autism than the mother and the parents that actually live in the home with them. And this episode is also the conclusion of season seven. So if you're tuning in with me, this is the conclusion and bonus interview for season seven of Bringing Him Out. And also Mrs. Shambia Moody will tell us how she was able to adjust with the autism and adjust with the resources that she had to use and also how she had to bring God out in the process and in the midst of when she could not, when she thought she could make it, when she thought it was a hard task, when she thought the trials would get even worse. So before we begin, I'm going to go ahead and open this show with a, in a, with a prayer. So y'all know how I like to do a prayer first before we begin. So wherever you are, and if you are tuning in, please bow your heads and we're going to get this thing started. As a faith-driven entrepreneur with a faith-based business and platforms, I come to you tonight with a humble heart and peace of mind to lift everyone here that tunes in with us before you up in the good faith in all they do. I pray that our messages reach most or many because we know we're not going to reach all. Most importantly, let our genuine responses, sincerity, and raw truths inspire every listener or everyone that watches and tunes in with us. Make sure they're inspired and those that may tune in or replay, I pray that the feedback and responses from tonight's show bring us the most unexpected blessings from all the right people and things with an unexpected purpose behind it. In Jesus' name, we thank you, and I am grateful to have Mrs. Moody here with me tonight. Amen. Amen. So, before we begin, I'm going to go ahead and let Mrs. Moody introduce herself and give y'all a little background of who she is 
and how she got started with Autism Lives With Us. Go ahead, girl. Hi, my name is Tashambia Stanley Moody, and I am an autism mom. I started this group to reach out to families of how to adjust in living with autism. Um, I want my story. I want my story to reach out. Um, I wanted to. I want to inspire just all across the world to know that that we are not alone and we have to stick together. In 2016, our lives uh, is drifted. It's drifted. And it was God's purpose. Um, at first, it, 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 I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. It was hard because we had to gradually figure out what we need to do with our son. My husband and I, we was, we was doing research. We was trying to see what is going on, what's going on. Um, it started with his speech and in and, and um just the the uh, developmental delays he had everything just started over and we was like what's going on and we went we traveled tried to see what was you know traveled and everything and there it was it was autism and I cried I cried I cried but my husband was the stronger one. He he always said it's gonna be okay. But silently he cried, but he used all that into a muscle for the family. He mm -hmm. said, whatever, he said, whatever we're gonna do, we're gonna pay for. We're gonna the school gonna make sure everything right. I'm gonna work hard. And that's what he did. So you know, as us moms, we the sister ones. We all we, mm -hmm. we got to cry, we got to cry about everything. But I knew that it was God's purpose. Um, first, it was he wasn't saying any words. Everything he used to cry about because he couldn't say, it couldn't come out. So, right. you know, and we was like, I'm like, oh my God. And it lasted for it lasted for like two years. It, it, it was it was hard. And we couldn't ride anybody on the back seat of the car because he didn't like to be closed in mm. and everything so it was it was an experience it's a it's an experience but i would like to say but we will get through we we've gotten through it because now he's saying more than 20 words he putting in he putting his words into a sentence he's saying he's saying mama every time he said mama i got it mama i could do it it he's in and, and i fear I fear now because the older he gets, the world, the words change. And right. you know how moms, you know, we 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 worry about bullies, we worry about people take advantage of, of adults and children with intellectual disabilities. Right. So that's what I fear. So me and my husband together, our voice is louder. Oh that it's, that it's is true. It's louder. That is true. You know, it takes a strong parent and a strong man to come together and realize like, hey, God blessed us for a reason. You know, mm -hmm. some people are quick to abort, you know, before those kind of situations occur mm -hmm. because of the fear and mm -hmm. the patience that they think they cannot handle it. 
And you know, mm-hmm. some people are quick to uh, adopt, put their children up for adoption because it's exactly. something they cannot handle. Right. But to actually stand by your child and to actually search for resources to help better him and have the patience to get through and depend on something higher than you spiritually, girl, mm-hmm. listen, that's a lot. That's a lot. And that's powerful. And it's a blessing that you are able to do it because some people give up. Mm-hmm. And they give up before it's too it's too soon. They give up too soon. Too soon. Right. We find mm-hmm. out about it and they actually give themselves a chance to right. test themselves and be like, hey, I can do this. Right. But they quickly give up. Yeah, yeah. And it's more and it's more than what you read in the social media on Google. It's beyond that. You have to actually go through it to see, okay, this is this is it. Because it because in the in the social media world, they think right. that oh, they can't do anything. But to right. you actually deal with it and you have to deal with it, they could do it. We just have to stick we just have to stick together. We have to stick together on everything. Right. So Autism, if y'all don't know what it means, autism is a spectrum disorder. It's currently known as autism spectrum disorder as an ASD. The symptoms and characteristics of autism can present themselves in a wide variety of combinations from mild to severe. Mm -hmm. Although autism is defined by a certain set of behaviors and three primary diagnostic categories, communication problems, social deficiencies, and evidence of self-stimulatory behaviors. Children and adults can exhibit any combination of the behaviors in any degree of severity. Two children, both with the same diagnosis, can act very differently for one another and have varying skills. So with us knowing the correct meaning of um, what is autism and us, you know, doing research and us having not to experience it or us having not known about it or we're not aware of it. But since you live it day to day and from birth, how, what does autism really mean to you? We want to, I want to know your definition because the Google is fine. Research is fine, but Google is not the one that's living it every day. I want to know what does autism mean to you now that you know what you know and you're, you going through what you went, went through and now that you are more resourceful for what you have. So what does it mean to you now? having to experience it for for yourself? Um, it's beyond, like you said, the research. Actually, it's a neuro thing. Mm. It's a neuro thing. Okay. And um, it's, it, it's affect a lot of ability for them to interact, uh, social, um, but it's not a learning disability at all. Mm, okay. Now see, that's different because mm-hmm. now I'm I'm glad you said that because most of the research that you see and even the research that I've seen, 
they had the main thing in there was learning about them right. learning and then it had about them um social being social mm-hmm. and now see i know i understand that people can be different i understand that children mm-hmm. can be different but mm-hmm. when you read stuff like that it takes you into the general aspect of it not in the day-to-day living of it right going through it so I'm glad you said that because it, it had a lot of that in there about learning and it was like and I know it and it had more to where they independency is mm-hmm. rather dependent upon for them to depend on people rather than for them to actually learn how to do it themselves but mm-hmm. your our baby is different because he actually <laughs> wants to do it himself and so yes. that's it's communication yes. information yes. that you because it, it had in Google like they have a problem trying to get mm-hmm. to that level of independence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here we have someone that wanted he, he, he wants it. Absolutely, absolutely. He wants it. And it all started with us. It all started with us. We have to let him be independent because he has to grow up. Right. He has to go so if we keep him where he can't do anything and keep him dependent, he's gonna use that as a step. Right. And I don't want I don't I want him to do everything what a normal child could do: play sports, go to college. I want him to do everything, and he will do it. I spoke life into our child every day, and God is showing me through my baby that. He is going to do it. He's doing it now. Independently, he's doing it. Amen. And so, it starts with us. It, it had to be with us. We have to put in our minds that we that he could do it. And we keep holding him where he can't do it. Then he's not going to be able to be independent. Right. The coddling. You're yeah. right. Because okay. that's what society wants us to do. Size right. us to look at it on the prospective world. Oh, he can't do anything. But I said, society, no, my child, our child would do everything what a normal child could do. But he just exactly. do it. He just do it better. He just do it better in his own way. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. my question, another question I have for you is some people um think that just because it has not happened to them or they don't know anything about it they think that sometimes autism can come from birth defects they think that autism can be developed from the mom from when she was carrying the child and what things she could have done negatively to affect the child while she was carrying Mm -hmm. it can you please clear Mm -hmm. from a perspective what is the cause to autism now that you're experiencing it and you know what you know and the resources that you have and you're using is there a cause for autism um no because um his dad his dad and i did a genetic test and both okay. of us was was uh was uh negative of any type of delays or developmental delays what i what i say is that 
God knew who could handle it. He knew. He knew who could handle it. He knew that we could be strong parents, and he knew that this was our purpose to do it. And we mastered it. He's rocking that blue, honey. He's mastering it. My baby is who? Who? He's doing it, and I love it. I love it. I love all the support and what he's doing. He he's making us proud. And actually, actually, he's he's into sports now. He's he's gonna start playing baseball. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So we so what about LeBron? What about you know <laughs> the orange ball? Why the white ball? What's going with the orange ball? I, I told you, I, I told you he's different. Okay. He's gonna well, stand he's gonna he's gonna do it better. Okay, all right now <laughs> <laughs> to confirm. Her answer and her answer was pure based on experience and pure based on what she has learned throughout this process. Because I'm reading an article right now that I just pulled up and it said there is no known cause for autism. Mm -mm. It's not a manual. No, mm -mm. no manual. No manual. Mm -mm. We have to adjust. You have to have a you have to have a voice. For your child, all of all of us parents do, but mine just have to be a little bit more stronger. And okay, my, so my question, another question that I have for you, um, when did you start seeing the signs? Just in case, because you know we have new moms out here, and we have people having children every day. Is mm -hmm. I mean, we have them, we have them having them young, we have mm -hmm. them having them older, but you know when they reach something like a defect or a sis or whatever, even a common cold, mm -hmm. signs before the cold actually take place or anything takes place. And sometimes we catch things a little too late. So right. what signs were presented to you that made you say, hey, nah, -uh, I my baby need, nah, he need, nah, I need to go have my baby. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Something uh, right. We notice in his speech. Um, uh, we noticed uh, he walked. He started to learn how to walk late. He was over eighteen months. That was one. I'm not able to feed himself. That was another one. Um, and not able to uh, be trained. You no know, going to the restroom because he got out like pull ups in like uh, five. I think it was four going on five. We got to pull up, and those was the the developmental delays that were are really are common, but we have to catch it. You have to catch right. it, right? And you know what? I'm glad you said speech first because my son has a speech problem, and he was girl. It was like he was two, three, and you know you can send him to school. At three, mm -hmm. they call it a pre-three. And then mm -hmm. you can sit school. It's also daycare, but they just say pre-three. And, you mm -hmm. know, they have the pre-fours. And then when you hit five, you know, it's actually head start mm -hmm. or pre-start. But um, I caught him at three, and it was mm -hmm. a stutter. It was, and it was speech. And, mm -hmm. girl, I said, uh-uh. 
he, he was either too excited or he was sad and couldn't get it out or he was just really frustrated sometimes that he couldn't get something right. And I said, uh-uh. So that's when I knew he had a speech impairment. And right. to this day, he's 12 now. And let me say, he still have a speech problem, but I had to do more research. And I and I went just like you. And I said, uh-uh, I want him for everything. I want to know everything. I want him tested. Mm -hmm. I want him, mm -hmm. I want to know. Because the earlier you know, mm -hmm. the more preventative you can right. go ahead and start. The more you know and the earlier you catch it, you know, the more you can start doing early. Because, you know, some people don't know. And young people that's having kids now, they catch it late. They catch it late. Mm -hmm. Right. And and it's, it's not an embarrassment. It's not a default. Mm -hmm. It's not a fault on them. It's just that sometimes we just need to pay more attention to our children. Right. Right. And, mm -hmm. and if we don't, who, who else will? Because the teacher can think it's normal. The teacher mm -hmm. can think like, hey, he's just not focused today. Or maybe mm -hmm. he's having a bad day. Or maybe he just, you know. But as a parent, it is a-okay to right. have that concern so early. Right. Actually, they thought Derek had a hearing impairment. Because when he was going to, because mm -hmm, when he was going, when he first started going to therapy, um, he used they used to try to do like little activities, and he wasn't he wasn't responding the way a normal mm -hmm. child would. So we had to go we had to go to Oxford to see an audiologist, and they had to they had to put him in the sound booth, and to verify each sound. And there was a cool actually there was a experience and then like something ain't right something this ain't right. mm -mm. Right. let's go further, let's go further down the road and right. god led us to um god led us to the children of mississippi and he did right he did on the nail right there Aww. and she told me she said she said i see she said he's autistic and i cried I cried, I cried, I cried. I say, I cried because it was something new. I said, okay. I, don't know, I don't know what to do. And then, well, God let me know in my mind that I made you strong. Right. You, strong. you cried for you, not for him. Right. I, yeah. Actually, actually, I thought I had to teach the world about my son. Now my son is teaching the world. Ah, uh, okay. I like that. And, and mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's normal as a parent because mm -hmm. parenting and being a mother or a father does not come with instructions. We don't get a manual and we know sometimes things happen, but at the end of the day, children are blessings. And, mm -hmm. you know, I can't, girl, I would have cried out of fear too for myself because I don't right. have a manual to go by. Right. Right. So I didn't so I can understand you for crying for you, but I'm glad you didn't cry for him because he didn't clearly he didn't need it. He, 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 didn't, he, he didn't need it all. He didn't need it. He didn't need it. He didn't need it. But the thing every day, but what really gets to me is that he now he he understands now. 
Like mm -hmm. I was, I was praying one night. I was praying, and uh, oh, I'm getting teary eyed right now. He said, "Because I'm, I'm, I got this big smile because I'm open door." Yes, he, he said, and I was, I was praying. He came in the room and he said, "Mama." <laughs> Aw, and girl, it's okay, baby. God, look, God works in mysterious ways. We don't he, ever know. He said, Mama, thank you. Mm. Yeah. They see. They see. And guess what? You started out teaching him and helping him, and now the roles have switched, and now he's helping you and teaching you. He does everything. He does everything independent. I used to have to walk him to school in the since the COVID has started. We us parents can't go into the building. And he you no, know, he told me, he said, Mama, I got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. He said, Mama, I got it. He opened that door, unlocked that seatbelt, and he said, and I said, well, okay. And and that's what Fear, that's what that fear come in at because right. he's growing, he's growing now. And right. then I'm oh, he don't, he don't, he don't need that anymore. They're sisters anymore. He walk on, he does that here at home. He go, I, I say, Mama can put something in the microwave for you. Mama, I got it. And we want them to have that type of independency, no matter what, no matter if they um, they have a special kind of effect on them, like autism, or even if they're just, you know, displaying none of this, or if, even if they have, it does not matter. We want them matter. to have it, but when they get it, it's us that can't take it, that they got like, yeah, I remember when you... <laughs> Oh, it's like we we so as a mom or as I'm any parent like that cares, mm -hmm. we're gonna be so attached, and it's hard for us to let go. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah. as a parent, are you having difficulties right now letting go and letting him grasp his independency? Mm -hmm. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> basketball he's in the band and he loves the trumpet and I'm just like and now he called himself going out mowing lawn and he wants to yeah. you know, make money and find mm -hmm. his own summer job I'm like hey you 12 slow mm -hmm. down slow mm -hmm. down please <laughs> time, time has time has it's, it's just going it's, it's just moving too fast for me Moving too fast for me. Uh, he'd be fourth grade next year. Actually, he'd be nine next month on the third. Oh, come on now. Mm -hmm. And April the second is Autism World Day. Mm, it definitely is. So this is a pre-record before the big drop. The big drop is April the second. So everybody, please wear blue that day. Wear blue. Please. 
tune in to the full and edited premiere of this live interview bonus special. And another question for you is, <clears throat> a lot of us don't know when to catch things or when, uh, you know, when we fully grasp things. At what point did you become acceptance to living with autism and autism lives with us? At what point did you accept that? Like the process that you had to go through to accept, like, hey, it is what it is. God has blessed us. We are different. We accept it. And listen, it does not matter because God has chosen us for this battle. So clearly we can handle it. At what point brought you to the acceptance of it? I, I accepted it um, when I first, when we first heard it, I accepted it then. I, um, I didn't quite not really understand it, but I had to, all the reading, all the research, I said, you know what? I'm just going to let God just take over because he's in control. He right. did his purpose. It's, it's a purpose for this. And actually, um, we are where I'm creating a children's book. God's purpose. Come on through now. Come God's purpose. Yes. To okay. let each and every last one of Families, parent, gardens, dad. We could do it. We could do it. It's a lot. It's hard work, but mm -hmm. we are parents that we can't give up on our children. That's true. That's okay. true. So, what would you like? What advice would you give a non-autistic family on how to better understand what it's like in the autistic field? What advice can you give another family? Oh, what advice is that I would like to give a non-autistic family is that um, it has no age on it. Mm, there you go. And yeah. you, can't, you can't just say when a child act out because you can't just say, oh, he have a behavior problem or, right. or, or she's not disciplining him. So you're looking on the outside in a lot and you just can't a lot of people are so judgmental now yes that's and, that's, and that's why i always say i have to be his voice right Even, and then it used to make me angry i get i used to get angry about it but now i use all that to be an advocate because right. until, until you live with it then you can understand what the next family or next Single mom, single dad, parent, guardian, go through. Because it has, autism has three stages, mild, moderate, and severe. So each state, each story, each state is different. My story right. might be different from the next. The next story might be different. It, it all depends on that child and how we adjust to it. And I want to, before I go into the next um, group of questions, these questions are random from the audience that I picked. Okay. And, but before I go into that, I want to give you guys a little 
information about autism. Um, and what I want you to know is that autism is one of the most mysterious and confusing disorders facing families mm -hmm. and clinicians today. And unfortunately, the prevalence is growing at an alarming rate. And we know that autism is about 4.5 times more likely to affect boys than mm -hmm. girls. And That's why the color is blue. And it's found in all racial, ethnic, and social groups. Mm -hmm. We also know that there is no single cause for autism, although the best available science points to important genetic components. So that's just a little background of autism and, um, you know, just a heads up to like, give you a little information about there is no cure and it can affect any and everybody. It has mm -hmm. no racial splurs in it. It has no ethnic ethnicity background to it. All races are affected by it, mm -hmm. not just us African-Americans. Right. So my question, the first question from the audience is, let me see. This is from Carolina. No, she's out of North Carolina. Her name is Sarah. <laughs> and she wants to know, do vaccines cause autism? No. No. Okay. Sarah, uh, Sandra from Charlotte, North Carolina, wants to know, is cannabis can cannabis help autism? Um, no, but um, now they have uh, they have now trying to find cannabis for anxiety and insomnia and a lot of ADHD because all that is equivalent in autism. Um, Derek, our son, he actually have insomnia. Mm. So he's not able to get the cannabis until he turned 18 years old. So he he's like, so they're, wait a minute now. Nephew, <laughs> nephew, I'm But they're really linking cannabis with autism because cannabis is linked to a lot of disorders and, and uh, <laughs> treatments and everything. So, mm -hmm. and I know insomnia is one. Um, it's also linked to a lot of diseases as well, mm -hmm. like for symptomatic wise. So, right. cannabis is linking to autism now? Yeah. Pharmaceutical, um, they want us to try other medicines, okay, like what's yeah. going on now. For sleep and anxiety, because he take medication for anxiety and insomnia. So, so we have to. So, for pharmaceutical rights, they have to try this in order to get that. So, okay. right now, since he's eight, he's not old enough to even have the cannabis. But they also are in adults. Adults, they are actually now getting the cannabis. But it treats like um, anxieties uh, to help uh, them calm calm down. Depending on the um the the uh oh what is it mild 
moderate or severe. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. and listen, I I have no problem with cannabis. Me and either. if I was a... Uh, uh, what you call it, uh, you know, a candidate for it. Yeah. I would gladly experience it because I don't want to just take people's words for things. Right. And, you know, right. especially health-wise. And mm -hmm. everybody cares about their health. Everybody cares about their right. mental and everything. So you don't just want to take people's words nowadays. Not right. even a right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Research is, you know, right. like a, like I don't believe that, but you know, everybody running Google, you know, so mm -hmm. I don't want to take Google, I don't want to take the research, I don't want to take your word. I definitely mm -hmm. think the person I think could actually benefit from trying, you know, because everybody functions different, everybody is different, everybody's different. Right. And you never know how it can affect this person versus that person. So that would be, that's, I, hey, if I was a candidate, I would definitely want to know how it would affect me. Me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah, girl. Jason out of San Diego, California, he wants to know what does the spectrum mean? The word spectrum mean? When you say autism spectrum, what does spectrum mean? Um, to me, it just well to be honest, it's just a name they give it. Okay, it's just a okay. name they give it. It's it, it's um it's a, actually another name for uh it's a neuro it's a it's a neuro thing. Okay, a lot of people think it's a learning disability, but it's it's not. Really? Yeah, we we talk about that. Yes, because okay. their brain, they, because their brains, it keeps going. Okay. It, it doesn't stop. It, it's not like ours. It just keep going, going and going and going until okay. they're till they get tired. Okay, so my follow up question, since the keep going thing, my follow up question to that is. Do some autism is aut autism autistic is ASD like ACD A A C H D? I know I'm not girl. I'm not getting these acronyms right, but it's ASD ASD. Okay, and ADHD can it also be linked to autism because of the you know neural and the keeping moving part of it because mm -hmm. I know my son has has you know but he's he's got the learning part the speech but yeah. and I was wondering could ADHD be you know mm -hmm. connected with his speech problem but they, they said nah he's just overactive <laughs> so yeah. okay it, 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 it's connect it's connect with it okay. it, 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 has, it has a part in this well it does. Now that part I didn't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm learning. Shoot. I, I learned it's beyond it's beyond Google. Yes. I, mm -hmm. Yes. That that's why I girl, yes. Okay. My next question comes from 
Let's see, Ryan out of Jacksonville, Florida. And he wants to know, what are some ways when he starts to have anxiety or does it even affect his anxiety level that you do to calm him down and reassure him? Like everything's okay. That's a good question. I love it. Oh, we I do brushing. What's brushing? Brushing. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I do brushing. How does it how does it affect him when you do that? Do that make him feel secure and like him? <laughs> Uh, he if get him a um uh it's um I it, I got it here it's a small little brush of uh, I, I uh got from the therapist mm -hmm. and she said once he feel like he's uh he's finna you know well uh, actually stimulate I mm -hmm. brush up and down it is exactly how I do it up and down up and down it give it that that cold that that brittle feeling. And it stimulates, and it, and it stimulates his body, and actually it relaxes him a lot. What? And sometimes, yeah. And then another method I use, uh, I use, um, I snug him. Oh, okay. I, I like, like, he like to be he like to be snug, real, real tight. Okay, I heard of that one. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear about the brushing one though. Mm hmm. Jackson out of Orlando, Florida, and he wants to know how can family members or friends support better to help understand autistic relatives? Um, uh, just, you know, to understand it, I just say just ask questions. Okay. Um, support it. Um, you know, and just uh, accept it. You know, it, it it takes a lot of acceptance. Okay. Yeah. And what? And what is one thing that we can do as a whole, not just family and friends, but society as well? I'm gonna say the unknown society that mm -hmm. don't know about this, and they're not aware of things like this or even aware that this can happen to anybody, not just, not you just know. You. Yeah. So what are some things that they we can do better to support and, you know, be more resourceful for needs like this? Um, basically, just, um, just treat, treat normally. Inclusiveness. Mm -hmm. Because people, uh, uh, okay, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that mm -hmm. because that's one of the things that a parent as yourself that fears. They fear mm -hmm. the exclusiveness mm -hmm. of their children being in the social world, and mm -hmm. even I, I fear that for my children. Like regardless, 
that's just right. a normal fear of any parent. But right. when you have things like this going on and that's unexpectedly just happened and God gives you this, you know, this bigger task than he's given anybody else, inclusiveness is one of your concerns and your biggest fears because you want your children to always be included no matter how different they may right. be, no matter what's going on, you want them to be included even if they may not feel included. Be so, brave. Yeah. is a big one. I can definitely... Be, and absolutely we have to be in the and the motto is be brave in the attempt. Okay. Okay. Let me let me do it even when I cannot do it. That. That's, okay. that's, that's the motto of it. Actually, we have experienced that he wasn't included in nothing anything once before. How was it handled? How did you handle that? Who I didn't oh, the, the good version. The, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the good version. How did you humble yourself to handle it properly? Um. Well, I well I said my well like I always say I you I said all the time my voice. I shook the room when I walked in with my voice. Hmm. Okay. They said they said we're not gonna do it again. And when and, and when they saw and and normally they didn't they know they always see me all the time, but when okay. that particular day they saw dad. Oh, they knew because they knew dad. They they knew dad always at work, but that particular day they saw dad. Oh, now okay. As a support system, do you think that this would, if you're not, if you would have not been married or had a great father with him, like most of us, well, most of them don't have good fathers in their children's lives. Do you think that this could be a task or even an unexpected situation from God that they can handle alone as a single parent? Um, well, I think, well, some single parents are strong. Okay. Um, I think they can, but for me, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do it without my husband. Mm. I couldn't and do it because, because, because we are equally yoked. Right. So, so when God did this, so when God did it, it was meant for us to do it together. Right. Okay. Okay. And he's, and he's a good He's a good dad. He's a good father. Protective. He's a he's protective. He's um he he he's uh mo he's very very motivated, and he everything that he did uh with his family he went harder for us. He went harder for us, and he he said no matter what he say, I'm we 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 gonna we gonna get through this. We I'm gonna make sure. Our son get the best treatment, the get to the best school that we have to. This is what God designed me for as a dad. That's what he we we, we talked about. And actually, uh, he have a book here from uh it, it's from Joni and Friends, and it's called Another Kind of Courage. Oh, let me see. 
for it's for uh special needs dads and um it um and it says God designed for fathers of uh, family affected by disability. And it said you are not alone. And um, we also have a uh, uh, inspirational book as being married to get through it, and it's called um, "Beyond Beyond Our Suffering." Yes, ain't nothing like inspiration, baby. Yeah. So this this is the cure. I tell anyone this this is the cure. Yes. God's word, God's word, God's word, that's the cure. Right. That's the cure for it. All things we got. Thing we got. That, this, this book here got us through. Okay. Got us through the, 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 the sleepless nights. Got us through traveling because we traveled for five years. Back and forth, back and forth. Twice a year, we still do it now. We still do it now. Okay. Okay. So that concludes our interview and our awareness. Yes. For this show. But to top it off, I've been doing a little research, Mrs. Moody. And I <laughs> That you are a blogger for this, also. Damn. So I know writing for me is my release. You know, that's how I'm able to say things that I can't verbally express. But when I get to write it, it, it brings more descriptive words. It brings just a lot to put out there for me, and it opens my mind. It clears my mind when I'm done. But for you, how does being a blogger and being a writer of your own blog for autism awareness, how does that help you in this process? Um, it helps me express myself. Um, actually, you inspired me. <laughs> you, you inspired me. And also um, my family, my in-laws, and most importantly, my husband. He's my number one supporter. He said, he told me, he said, just write it out. He said, just write it out. So I have, I, also I have a magazine, I'm doing a magazine. Oh, it's okay. I'm, I'm on the cover, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. And um, that my um website, I will be posting blogs on there. Um, my YouTube channel, I just um autism with us, of just of ah Lord, adjusting with autism. Oh. Um, and my Facebook page, autism live with us. this awareness and the writing awareness and you're speaking out now you you finding your voice you finding the courage to show your face because i know with writing and being a writer it's but, like behind the scenes mm -hmm. but when you start to do videos 
It's mm-hmm. like, hey, I can no longer hide. <laughs> I, I'm out here. I'm naked. Like, Lord, you got me. God, 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 um, he, he doing this, like he said, this is my purpose. He mm-hmm. wouldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't rest until I actually do it. Because okay. I like I heard a voice was saying, speak. I've, I, this is, I want you to speak. And I'm thinking, somebody said something to me. I said, oh, God, is you talking, what? And I got, and, and some just said, and it's the voice. I was, I was to myself, I was praying. And I heard some said, speak. And I ignored it the first time. The mm. second that now the now a week after the second time it happened, and then I, I saw it in my dream that I was I was traveling the world. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. I said, okay, okay, God, what what are you trying to what are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. And, and then I remember asking you, I say, how do I come up with a website? Oh and, and and you and and you led me through it. And I love you and I thank you for that. Because you because you inspire me to speak out to um not only you but our families and friends to let know that you know I want I want our story to be heard because right. our story could help, you know, could help everyone. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm doing this. I'm I'm this a purpose. God knows it's it's a purpose for this. It's a reason. And I haven't stopped writing yet. I haven't stopped writing yet. I keep, I, I keep going. I keep going. Now, and actually, in the month of May, uh, my book will be pu- will will be published in May. What we have a book? Wait, we got a website to reach Mrs. Moody. <laughs> we have a blog to mm-hmm. reach Mrs. Moody. We have social media. Facebook to reach Mrs. Moody mm-hmm. and also subscribe and follow her. But now we have a book. Well, don't give us the I'm not, I'm not gonna give her the details. All I know is that it's going it's it's gonna be phenomenal. It's gonna be okay. phenomenal. And also the magazine as well. The magazine will have a lot of children content in it with Derek handwriting. Absolutely, it's handwriting. Really? Mm-hmm. I see. I've seen a lot of children's book. You know, with the whole black hair movement and being proud of mm-hmm. their black hair and their black skin, and you know. Even with certain other disorders that they may have and faced and going through, they write books to tell that story, but also to bring awareness to it for the readers or the ones that have not probably even heard about it, probably never cared about it, but to actually have the child involved in the process of it, mm-hmm. it's more like a 30% child and 70%, you know, adults work the whole thing out. But to have a child involved in actually writing, mm-hmm. girl, it is. You might as well give him 60, you get 40. 
for the books themselves, you know, and the movement and awareness, but I've never actually seen where the child actually participates in the process of it like that. So mm-hmm. I've seen them, you know, having book signings and, you know, with the books mm-hmm. and finished yeah. project, but to actually work through it and get through it, and he's already aware of who he, he is. are and what he's capable right. of doing, Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's yes. awesome. I can't even lie. Yes, it is. And I really, I thank God for all the support. Actually, I'm in three support groups right now. I'm in um, the group Glass uh, here in Greenwood, um, autismspeak.org, and I'm also with Joni and Friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, how can the listeners or people that replay, well, you got 30 minutes to replay after this and then it goes private until April 2nd. But, um, and that's just for the finished project in the whole edited version. But how can we stay in connection with Mrs. Moody here? How can we stay in connection and keep up and follow and continue to support this process? On my on my group, I'll be doing Q and A's every Tuesday, and I'll be going live um, every week. Um, you know, and I'll be sharing a lot of content on there. Um, I'll be posting the the uh, the educational, the meltdowns, basically the whole journey on it. Yeah. Hopefully the book sign will be coming soon as well, soon as it's published. Okay. And what are the social platforms you are located where we can subscribe, follow, or add? You can add me on Facebook. You can go to my website, wordpress.com. You can um, also follow me on YouTube. Okay. We're going to put all the links in the comments. Yeah, yeah, and so we can get everything out there. And yeah. also, I have a, a final question and a congratulatory thank you for coming on a fistful podcast and sharing your story and actually having the courage to finally share. And you know, even abuse or even neglect, it's hard for even mental health. It's hard for us to share things because we feel the exclusion from things. We feel the judgmental people. We feel the, we don't know what you're talking about, so we're just going to laugh at it. Or we feel the harsh reality or opinions of what people may say or think. So to to be able to come out and share your story, and Mm -hmm. although we know it takes some time, but God says it's better late than never. Mm -hmm. And just because you don't share while you're going through, it does not stop anything about sharing it when Mm -hmm. you're, when you get through Mm -hmm. or when you know better. Mm -hmm. The more you know, the more you're able to share. And I just want to say thank you for coming on Fistful Podcast because it is new 
for me. And this is new for everybody that tunes in with me because this is actually a crossover episode. I've never done an awareness. And you know what? I haven't even done my own awareness for domestic violence. Wow. Wow. So I want to say thank you for being the first awareness crossover. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. This is a new episode and crossover. And I want to say thank you for having the courage to join me and share your story. Yeah, thank you. That's a surprise. That's a surprise. And then the 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 child that we are talking about, that's my nephew, baby. So you know Yes, he's in all the world right now. But I did wrote something before we end for my husband. I did wrote something for him because he's oh been phenomenal. Um, I wrote something. It said that you are never alone. Um, you are not like most men that discover that your child has a disability. And I know that it hit you with a ton of bricks, but just but you stood strong. Most likely, there's no one else you can turn to, but we turn to one another. Though people are meant well, maybe very few, but just know I'm always here with you. Aww. That's so sweet. Yeah. We have to give the dads. We have to give the dads. I'm, I'm not going to take all the credit. I'm not going to take all the credit. Now, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about because... That's you listen, and what I what I don't like these days. I'm just stirring, spiraling into another topic because of this whole speech right here. But sometimes the good fathers are unrecognized. Right, right. And we never, well, they never give some women never gives them the proper credit that they're due. Mm-hmm. And for to be a woman as strong as us that actually give these men that are strong in our lives and actually take care of their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. For us to do that, girl, we are humble. We right. are some healed, humble, we have to. We have to. encouraging mm-hmm. women to be like that. Because you got women that have great fathers and they don't even recognize them. Recognize them, right, right. Right. So I want to say thank you for that. And I know he appreciated it. And I know it gets hard. But baby, with God, all things are possible. All Everything things are possible. Y'all cannot not do without him. And mm-hmm. long as he's the center of your marriage mm-hmm. and your family, it's all up from here. Yes. Yes. No, no down. It's, no, it's, 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 all, it's, it's up. It's up. But I do want to say thank you again. And you are welcome. Thank you for having me. Out, and I'm gonna let them know, give them a quick bounce out, baby. But you are good to go. And I want to say I will get in touch with you soon rather than later. Yeah, we got this. 
We're going to hang yes, in here. We got, we, got we got this. We got this. This is a team thing. We are in this together. Together. Yes. Yes. All right, baby. All well, right. Good night. And thank you for coming in. Thank I mean. you. Thank you. All right, y'all. So I want to say thank y'all for tuning in with me here at A Fistful Podcast. And I want to say thank you for your support and your listenership. And I also want to say thank you again to my guests, my sister-in-law, and my nephew for sharing their story. Because there are people out there that is not aware of things like this. And whether we know it or not, we need each other. And for my nephew to be the first awareness crossover show on my show and i haven't even done my own awareness for domestic violence y'all i am amazed i have had a wonderful night and this has been a blessful show a blessing in disguise because i've learned something and i hope that who's ever tuning in or if you go back and replay i hope that you learn something too and most importantly, I want y'all to know that it does not matter how strong you may think you are, how you may see yourself. At the end of the day, it's about how God sees you and what he sees in you. Because sometimes these tasks come along like this and they're unexpected, whether it's health related, whether it's family related, whether it's friends related. And guess what? We throw in a towel because we don't like being different. We fear being different but when god chooses you he chooses you and there ain't nothing that's not gonna stop him from choosing you and taking care of you while he chooses you and you in the midst the only thing can stop you from this and your blessing of him choosing you is you and that's only because you have chosen not to accept you but when you choose to accept you, how God has chosen to accept you and what he has done for you, greatness, just pure greatness. And it's okay to be different. I am, listen, I am glad there was an Adam and an Eve. I am glad that there was an Abraham and an Abraham. I am glad there was a Noah that built the ark and didn't even know why he was building the ark. It is okay to be different. And it is okay to go through things that people don't understand because guess what? You don't understand, but guess what? God has given it to you for a reason. And when he gives you something, whether you understand or not, or whether you feel like it's too much, go through with it. Trust him to help you trust your process so i want to say thank you again for tuning in and y'all i'm gonna get on out of here because i don't like the way this light is beaming into these glasses and i'm about ready to take them off but y'all do have a good night y'all stay blessed y'all stay encouraged and tune into a fistful podcast every day well mondays and friday nights not every day, Mondays and Friday nights. And this is the closing episode of season seven. And I am happy, I am honored to have closed out with a crossover awareness show about my family 
and bringing awareness from them to you. So stay tuned for the season finale. And it's a wrap until season eight. Stay blessed and encouraged.